Well, here we are again, guys. Number 64. Huh. Just not a number, though. Episode 64. Episode. And a very special episode. A first annual of sorts. Yep. It's a couple weeks, you know, after the the legit ones, you know, where all the stars were. I think we invited a lot of people to come to ours, but yeah. no one showed up. I don't mm. know if things got lost in the mail. <laughs> wrong email addresses, maybe spelled something wrong. But um, our our ceremony is just as important, so don't fool yourself. Yeah, as the Academy Awards. But um, yeah, people say award season is over, but I don't know why they keep saying that. Steve. I think they're just yeah. trying to like, like fool themselves so that they're yep. just pleasantly surprised. It's almost like, like nobody knows uh, right. about this podcast at all. It's right. weird. I yeah. mean, who would ever think that? Yeah. You tack you tack on one more month, and it's devoted just for our shit, mm. right? And what we're talking about is the first annual Schmovie Awards. At Q. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Right, I love that song, but I only like that song when they're playing it at baseball games. I only like it when you just started (laughs) off, so that works for me. (laughs) Do you like the way I finish? I mean, that's you add a lot to that song. Is that a guitar? I just just sing that. Does that song have any other? More importantly, what is the boys are back? I'm certain it does. The Schmovie Awards. I'm just referring to us being back for another episode. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, that could be applied to any episode. The fact that we are continuing to host the podcast. No, in the tradition of award ceremonies, it was sort that was like the musical section at the beginning. Mm. So instead of doing like a song and dance, we just kind of do a acapella. Yeah, yeah. Thin Lizzy cover. I don't think that song has any other lyrics. I'm certain it has other words. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure Miles right. (laughs) I think it just loops. I think it just they just sing it in different melodies and hold it out longer. You You hear it at a sporting event. That's all you hear is that part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's probably the only important part of the song. (laughs) It's like they they call it a hook for a reason. Right. It's like the second. That's all that really matters with that song. The second verse of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Once you have you ever heard it, it's fucking atrocious. You don't want to hear that. I don't. You just want to hear the first part that we're all familiar with. Yeah. Guess who just got back today? Them wild-eyed boys that had been away. Ooh. Haven't changed. Haven't much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. John, are you freestyling right now? They were asking if you were around, how you was, where you could be found. Oh. Told them you were living downtown, driving all the old men crazy. What? Well, you know what they say. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. (laughs) Boys are back in town. You know that chick that used to dance a lot? Every wow. night she'd be on the floor shaking what she got. Oh, my God. These are lyrics to this Man, song? when I tell you she was cool, she was red they hot. They apply to some of our categories. <laughs> I mean, she was steaming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now I see so why I they only put So I guess we stand that... corrected. There are more lyrics. There are more actually, lyrics. Are, I was going to read them all, but there's actually a lot more lyrics. Oh <laughs> well, that is our theme song for, mm. for, for Schmoovie Awards. For some reason, that's the theme of the... Uh... Well, you know, like it? this year at the Oscars, the theme was... Uh, the theme was like a tribute to musicals, right. which really meant a tribute to musicals that the producers of the show had had a hand in producing because mm-hmm. right. I think those two guys had produced like Chicago and uh, and also acknowledging all the actors that we've have uh, that we've seen their breasts. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. that's the more important. Yeah, that was the key musical thing. Number awkward. But uh, so, but the theme of the Schmovie Awards is that the boys are back in town. Right. What more do you that. need? Right. We are here. With our nominees, we, and, and we're about to find out that we don't even know the winners. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. Well, only only Price, what, what is it? Price Walker House. Price Walker House. <laughs> yes. Um, has the, the, the briefcase, a.k.a. a folded piece of paper. That yep. papery sound you're hearing, that is 
The winners. Th- this is the uh, info packet. This is the paper <laughs> packet that has all the winners in it. That's exciting. And I'm the only one that knows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have to say, in all the excitement of singing or reciting the lyrics to The Boys Are Back in Town, mm-hmm. I've forgotten everything I, I learned a few minutes ago when I tallied the votes. Wow. So you're going to be just I'm a gonna surprise. I'm going to be just a surprise. This is Holy amazing how this worked mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ronald, for coming up with that song. Oh, no yeah. problem. Not only has it filled our musical number piece, yep. but it's also functioned as a mind eraser yeah. for John <laughs> right. for John. I've cleaned his slate. It's, so provided, the, it's provided the memory <laughs> wipe. his cash <laughs> that I needed. i got to say there was a lot of pain I've been carrying around that I also feel sort of free from right now. I'm, I'm glad, that. man. It's holy water. Apparently, is that what we're drinking right now? <laughs> I, know, I feel like we got all fancy tonight. John mm-hmm. like gave us bottled water. Mm-hmm. We usually go with the cups out of the refrigerator yeah. water and everything. This is this, this is, is a, legit. This normally is, just water from the gutter of the, the, the house. The, like there's the a reason we just kind of collect the rainwater as it rains off from the gutter on the side of the, <laughs> the, the snow that we didn't get. We <laughs> right. just kind of melted off. He heats it up under a jar with a lighter. He's like, hey, it's, I make but sure he wrote, out the, he wrote out the red carpet for us tonight. <laughs> yeah, he did. The boys are back in town. Yeah, <laughs> bottled water. How many? How many O's is that? <laughs> well, do we have to pay a royalty? That's, because that's not even on the lyric sheet. It's not, yeah. Probably eighteen O's. I'm guessing. It's probably. Yeah. It's pretty close. Probably eighteen. So so. How are we going to do this? I mean, I, I'm so excited that I'm kind of losing my track of well, thought. Well, I'll start and off or the ability to I'll start speak off sentences with, mm-hmm. with the first. You know, the way that like at the Oscars they try to they try to bust out of the gate with a like they always do supporting actor first. It's like mm-hmm. something people care about. So we're going to start with an exciting and dynamic category, uh, one that. Uh, one that actually was the most labor-intensive part of this. <laughs> it actually required your personal time. It actually required time to go through old episodes and pull clips. Um, I thought that it was uh, fitting after last week when we kind of wrung our hands over uh, Seth MacFarlane's rampant sexism at the uh, Oscars. That mm. it was it was good that we held our own feet to the fire and that we maybe pulled up some of our own of our own less proud moments, but. <laughs> There's the you never know what Ronald's going to say factor uh, that sometimes comes up about certain movies. Oh, man. Um, and it turns out that it's not just Ronald. We all kind of get in on it, I discovered, as, we, as I listen to it. Right. So th- this is, the, this is the, the ugly underbelly, the brotastic <laughs> frat boy side. <laughs> of um, Even though I was, I was not a frat boy. Were you a frat boy? No. Were you a frat a, boy? Okay, so we, we're not frat boys then. We're just bros. I was a, <laughs> I was a fap boy, which is... Uh, <clears throat> Here it comes. <laughs> Just Urban Dictionary, the word FAP. F-A-P, Urban Dictionary. I'm not going to say Are you eating popcorn? Mm-hmm. Kernels? Kernels. Into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Genius. But the first category of the night is going to be the award for the outstanding contribution to the field of sexist or inappropriate digressions. Mm-hmm. And th- these are digressions that have appeared on the show that may have turned off some of our audience, may have turned on. Some of our audience. Mm. Or our hosts. Or our hosts. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is yeah, this is sort of the boner jams category. <laughs> the first nominee for outstanding yeah, 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 yeah. contributions to the field of sexist or inappropriate digressions on the Movie Schmovie podcast is a clip called Silly Buddies. <laughs> this was uh in the episode uh, episode forty seven. When uh, we were talking about the movie Chernobyl Diaries, and, and with lack of really valid things to talk about concerning that movie, we ended up uh, discussing the the attributes of one of the actresses. Mm-hmm. Like, who is that? And I, 
And actually, I was IMDb-ing his girlfriend in the movie who was hot as hell. Yeah. Oh, Boobarella. Uh, Boobarella, yeah. That's actually how her – that's her yeah. stage name on IMDb. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, check it out on Netflix one day and just yeah. know that the blonde doesn't remove her sweater at any point. Yeah. So if you're, watching it, if you're watching it for that reason – Because those jammies are popping out at some point. They get re- you see her running around. Like, I'm disappointed. I was in her filmography, and she's in a film next year called Dumbbells. I thought maybe it was really? a biopic or something. <laughs> Autobiographical. <laughs> we're we're trying to build up our female audience, right? Right. right? Those silly putties going around in there. I'm just saying, they look, she was very pretty. So, Ronald. Most importantly, she was very yeah, pretty. Right. Is that what you were trying to say all along, Ronald? Was kind of a used to, like a sort of a love struck schoolboy kind gotta, of compliment. You got to balance it out. For every for every gross thing you say, you gotta say something nice. It's called the it's called the sandwich effect. Yeah, the bookend. Yeah. <laughs> the bookend. You have to say something really gross and then ease it in with something nice. Yeah. It's the lube. What I was trying to say is, gosh, you're pretty. Gosh, you're so pretty. <laughs> Those silly buddies. So our second nominee for outstanding contribution to the field of sexist or inappropriate digressions is a discussion uh, that we had in episode uh, 52. I should say a discussion that Ronald had with <laughs> us in episode 52 about the uh, the lady who played the reporter in the movie The Bay. I don't oh, know man. that I know the character or the actress name. Do you know, no, Steve? No. no. We, we just we, know her. We see people that are like two named characters on the IMDb page, yeah. and it's not the one, so I'm assuming it's the other. Well, one of them really inspired Ronald to, uh, to you know, to New Heights. We have to talk about one thing. What's that? Should I leave the room? The 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 curviness of the reporter. Can we talk about that? I'm not trying to be weird. Ronald, that's not the kind of thing we we stop to make note of on this. Okay, podcast. man. Just go with that. I would I would go to sleep on her bottom. It was very she was very attractive to me, man. Okay, good. It's very attractive. That's our me. conversation She's, about that. She was a, <laughs> you know, it's funny. She wasn't born I'm, in I'm the seventies. She wasn't born in the seventies. You know, Ronald, I don't, I don't mind talking about new places to take a nap. I think <laughs> yeah, that's perfectly exactly. appropriate it's conversation. Legit. Yeah, a midday you, nap you, on you, her butt. You're always looking for opportunities exactly. to nap. She was not born in the seventies, but she was very hippie. I don't know what that was. You've been waiting all week to say that. I you? was, and it didn't sound the same uh, way I thought. <laughs> hey, Ronald, don't use that in the stand-up act. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love how you tried twice to get that joke out. I so and we both John and I cut you off. You know, and we, the third time was the charm. And then not so much. The thing is, Ronald, we inadvertently, by being rude and talking over you, we tried to save you from yourself twice. And it didn't you should work. have thanked us that and just, just not finished that joke. Poorly delivered. Well, <laughs> terrible punchline. What I liked about that was the defeat in your voice. <laughs> that you can hear the sadness. Uh, as soon as it left my lips, I realized that it was bad. That's why I immediately knew it wasn't going to work. And then it becomes nap time. You just go find those <laughs> right. that bottom and just take a nap. Yep. Yeah, so just as evidence <clears throat> of the fact that it's not just Ronald, uh, the our third nominee in this category is when... Uh, <clears throat> I sort of gave a, sort of gave it a go. I gave the old Walker try to uh, trying to sound kind of lusty, and I don't know if it quite worked out. 
I don't know if my if I was really committed to it, but uh, still, I felt like I had a I had a point. Right, I think right. I had something valid to say. So here we go. If I ever am in a dystopian future, and and my ex wife or my fake wife is tracking me down and intends to kill me, I want it to be. A tight little bitchy package like like Kate Beckinsale in that beautiful. movie, <laughs> but she also seems to know exactly what she's doing. Like I think you know her husband is the director, yeah. So it's like he knows how to shoot her ass basically. This you know all, this all movie angles. is like a poem. Well done, sir. A poem to all her angles. ass, yeah. yeah. Can't really argue with that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty valid, actually. It lacks some of the flair of a of a true Ronald digression, but it's. Uh... I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. You know, our our fourth nominee in this category is. Uh, is the shortest, the most to the point, and I think the really noteworthy thing about this one was this was right out of the gate. This was our most <laughs> recent entry in this category. This is from episode sixty-one, yep. uh, just three three short episodes ago. And uh, if you played that one, I hope you didn't have it on speaker or you weren't playing it out loud around your family because uh, this is how Ronald started that episode off. <laughs> My mom didn't know what ass to mouth meant until I said it on stage. Wait, 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 wait. I said I like it. What is happening right now? <laughs> Has this episode started? <laughs> oh, no. That's all you need. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, I feel so bad. So, did you end the, up? The, the best part about it, though, is now that your mom knows. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, your mother teaches you so many things through life, and that's one thing you gave back. You paid it for it, Ronald. You right. should pat yourself on your back. I am. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so how does she feel about ass to mouth? Man, I don't know. I, she I need fan? to ask her a stance. <laughs> um, uh, what I like to call mud mouth. Okay. <laughs> it's you know it's good to get a follow up on these stories from time yeah. to time. So. All right, our our final nominee in the category of outstanding contribution to the field of sexist or inappropriate digressions on the Movie Movie podcast. This is from an episode, a rare episode, where we actually had a lot of movies to talk about, uh, and we had all seen them. So I mm-hmm. think we were a little excited at the beginning of the podcast. We were kind of virtual high-fiving. Um, this is also from episode 47, just like the uh, the Silly Putties entry in this category. <laughs> Obviously, episode 47 was rich in sexist digressions. It's a money episode. Um, but, but this is one... Um, one that I really think uh, really speaks to the sort of brotherhood that we have and the kind of uh, chemistry that we formed in this room. That's true. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot of movies that we've all seen. We have two feature reviews. Two. Wow, we're on the same page this week. We are. Man, we are. Air high five, guys. Up in the air. Yeah, yeah. That's our our hand slapping. We're like three women in an apartment for a couple months. Our periods are in sync. Our emotions are there. So we're ready. Our movie menstruations (laughs) are synchronized. We could have bleed all over this podcast. Oh, my God. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what is the hello at the back? Is that the sound that happens like when women bleed? I think so. I think oh, that's. I think that's. I took that to be sort of like you saying, "Yes, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, your monthly friend." <laughs> if we were in sync, do you think you'd probably be like JC or JT or <laughs> Chris or I don't? Is Lance? Um, I which one came? Like, which one came out of the closet? Lance. I'd be Lance. Yeah. Uh, a hero. A hero. Of sorts, in right? many eyes. In many eyes. You're. You are pretty much. 
hero day to day. Which one is the one with the crazy facial hair? One of them has crazy facial hair. Oh, uh, Joey. No, Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Don't, I mean, I I looked this up. I didn't know this by yeah. heart. Trust me. <laughs> he has crazy facial hair. Yeah. Or did. I don't he know. He looks like a villain. He looks like the guy from uh, Hunger Games. He does. <laughs> he does. I was going to say Bentley's character. Yes. He does. He's, so he's kind of baby faced, though, to be a villain. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like a guy going to a Halloween party <laughs> dressed in costume as Wes Bentley right, from right. Hunger Games. <laughs> but let's not get off on too much yeah, of a tangent. Let's keep this, right, right. this is still the first category. The first category. But this is, like I said, this is the one. This that, is the meat and potatoes. Yeah, this, this is the meat and potatoes. Absolutely. Just to review, the Silly Putties diatribe about the blonde girl, mm-hmm. the lovely actress from Chernobyl Diaries. Nap time, taking a little uh, snooze on the curvaceous yes. backside of mm-hmm. an unnamed and unknown actress Doesn't who played matter. a reporter in the Bay. Um, my feelings about Kate Beckinsale's attributes. In, I didn't even mention the movie, but it's the, the Total <laughs> Recall remake. Oh, yeah. Crap. Less said about that Third. aspect of Ooh. it, the better. Ronald's... Uh, not too shocking declaration that his mother had no idea what asked. I, you know, Ronald, my mother still doesn't know what asked mouth is. Good. Um, I hope she doesn't like strike up a friendship with your mom. <laughs> they'll, they'll have a podcast together. Um, and then the final nominee was the in sync uh, entry, which uh, is all about this. Like I said, the sort of uh, the sort of things that happen when men are thrown into these extreme circumstances together mm-hmm. and they're forced to cope. And the winner. I can't handle this. The first winner. In sync. In sync, yes, I yeah, <laughs> that, that took the cake. I didn't, I didn't realize bleeding all over the podcast would sound so gross. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Weird. so. Yeah, and, and it did. It did. All right, Ronald, you're up. Okay, so this next one is most memorable death. Uh, first is Seth Paul Dano's point uh, character in Looper. Uh, two is pretty much everybody in the raid redemption. Take your pick. It's pretty crazy. People get killed the hell out of every scene. Killed the hell out. Killed of. the hell out. They of. get killed the hell hell out of every scene, or every Both. scene they get killed the hell out of. Both. Both. Okay. Simultaneously. They literally get like killed off camera. <laughs> killed on camera on camera. <laughs> they were at one point and then got thrown off. Uh-huh. Nice. Osama bin Laden in Zero Dark Thirty. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Gotta say it like that. And Batman in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, man. This is a, this is a tough one. They're all tough, right? Yeah, very tough. So, so I so guess the award goes to... The award for most memorable death goes uh, to... Goes to... Seth. Seth and Looper. He had, he had a pretty gruesome death. Yeah, I, I think I picked Seth, didn't I? Yeah, he had yeah. a pretty gruesome death. That, that, that reminded me a lot of not so much a death, but... Uh, the whole Back to the Future thing, you know, like it, 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 it reminded me of like Marty McFly losing, uh, losing his family. Like when every time we look at yeah. the picture, yeah. But it was like instead of looking at a picture and them just like erasing people, it was like a the live action person running around and yeah. things just falling off. Yeah, and I thought it was an awesome and yet, scene. And like, yeah, you just when when it kind of dawns on you what's actually happening yeah. to the guy, it's and like that that means that they're just holding him somewhere and they're just cutting pieces of him off. It's pretty. Yeah. And it kind of gives you that this idea of this loop that they're talking about that you yeah. kind of get into later in the film. But yeah, short role, very brief role, yeah. but awesome kill scene. Yeah, he's he he comes through in a clutch, man. I like him. I like yeah, him. I yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. <laughs> good kid. <laughs> All right, category number three is the best fake nail biter award. <laughs> this is also known as the uh, a, a creation of suspense when we already know the outcome. 
which in every single case is based off of historical events or things that happened more recently. And the nominees are Argo, starring Ben Affleck and a lot of other people. The part of the movie that gets the most criticism probably too is that whole right, part the at the end where they, where they so. create right. you know, some... But when you're watching the movie, before all those stories broke, watching that movie, I remember in that moment feeling very like, yeah, like this is like I I wanted that part to be true because that seemed that was the most exciting part of the movie. Was Agreed. The Agreed. Breakneck Escape. The second nominee is Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure how that was going to end. Is that <laughs> amendment going to get passed? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I almost watched that movie wondering, like, if it doesn't get passed in the movie, does it go back and erase all the progress that we've made? Right. Like, that? no, Ronald! You look at me and I'm just in chains. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about you. Were you particularly so nervous worried. at that part of the movie? I was very nervous. I was very nervous. All right, and our third nominee... <laughs> so nervous. ...is Catherine Bigelow's Zero Dark Thirty. Um, not much to say about that. And the final nominee is West of Memphis, the Amy Berg documentary about mm-hmm. the West Memphis Three. And the winner of the best fake nail biter award, the first fake nail biter award, is Argo. Oh yeah. Not only did it win the best picture at the Oscars, yes. it just won a Schmovie Award. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, that's, that's Affleck's that, done. That may yeah. as well, yeah. Like just na- give it up, dude. Just put it up. Just go go retire mm-hmm. with Jennifer. He can officially stop whining now. You know? He's won <laughs> he's won a Schmovie Award too. But I but I, I would agree with what you were saying before, John. Like I knew about Argo. Like I wasn't very well versed in the whole the entire story. I knew just the summation of it. But the last twenty minutes of that film, I mean, is worth the ticket price. It's it's very suspenseful, uh, humorous at times. Mm-hmm. And you know, you just literally are um, you know, I'm, I was invested in it all the way to the end. And with some of the other films that we nominated, I actually picked Argo. The uh, I think West of Memphis was the closest one for me, only because like I'd seen all the Paradise Lost films, and I know we've talked mm-hmm. about these a lot on this show. Yeah. But the coolest thing about that specific film that got me more was the whole implication of um, how they were doing all this new research and possibly saying that one of the boys' stepfather was involved. Yeah. So it was like there wasn't a real ending to it because you don't know, you know, which was interesting too. I don't mm. know, that's random, but I just want to throw that. No, out no, there. you're right. That like what you walk away from that with is more the sense. It is really not an ending. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So that's why I had to put argue a little earlier because maybe we'll find out the ending to that story some yeah. other year. So like fake nail biter based on the way we felt while watching it, but again, knowing now that that part of the story was completely fabricated, it's like it doesn't really reduce that aspect of the film. Agreed. It just means. I mean, I think that it's 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 a rare movie that tries to be as factual as something like Zero Dark Thirty. Anyway, so definitely our fourth category in the Schmovie Awards. This one was uh, this one was an interesting one because you know there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of times where you might want to say that someone was the best thing in a bad movie, but uh, sometimes it's not just a matter of a bad movie. It's it's a movie that doesn't quite work for other reasons. You know, what we should have called this. We should have called this the Silver Lining Award. <laughs> you know. Uh, we'll talk about that for uh, next year. Talk about year. this, yeah, the Silver yeah. Lining Award, right? But it is the uh, most adequate performance in a strange, flawed, or bad film. So that mm-hmm. opens it up to some movies that may not really be bad, and then to some movies that probably are pretty bad, or all three, or all three could yes, they could be all strange, flawed, and bad. Yeah. Um, the first nominee for most adequate performance in a strange, flawed, or bad film, and I'm going to maybe mispronounce his name, but James Ransome or Ransomey. <laughs> I say I think James Ransom. 
I think we might, no, I think we might need to add a nominee Red to a later Sobe. category. Red Sobe sounds Sobe. so funny to me. Whoever says that. It sounds like somebody's making fun of him. Hey, Mr. Red Sobe. I could have sworn I said... I would say Ransom. Add the E, Ransom. Yeah. I think you're right. I like Ransom. I like Ransom, but I swear someone corrected me one time. And I don't really? know. So, yeah. But they obviously know way more than we do yeah, about right. this kid. Ransome. The Ransom. Right. That Ransome kid. He's got like... But Jace, uh, James Ransome in Sinister, he played... I can't remember the name of the deputy, but he plays the sort of comic relief of the movie, but maybe the the best character in the movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, previously mentioned in the podcast, Kate Beckinsale as the sort of taking over as the the kind of both the Sharon Stone character mm-hmm. and the I can't remember his name now, but the badass guy who's who's stalking Arnold Schwarzenegger in the original Michael uh, Ironside's character. Yes. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the original Total Recall, so she plays both those roles. One of the only things about that movie that was that's only, well, probably the only actor who really seemed to be enjoying themselves much in that movie was was Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. But not a good film. The inspiration for John's <laughs> ass poem. Yes, Keep right. Mind, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> which is a haiku, by the way. Our friend Keith David in Cloud Atlas, which <laughs> I think definitely goes under flawed and strange. I don't know that we would call that movie bad, but it definitely was, flawed and strange. It was definitely strange. But it was always good to see Keith David, and you got to see uh, him three or four different times in that one. Panicking. Yeah. Panicking Keith David is the best. Panicking and also with dreadlocks in another character. Um, Did he play any? Did he play Caucasian or Asian at any point? <laughs> no. He was I would have loved him <laughs> as, a, as an Asian man. <laughs> he would have. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> All right. You motherfuckers. (laughs) You motherfuckers. He sounds the same, though, as every (laughs) every ethnicity. Hey, hey, hey. And definitely my favorite movie in this category, uh, uh, Michael Fassbender in Prometheus as the android character David. Mm -hmm. And the winner of the most adequate performance in a strange, flawed, or bad film, Michael Fassbender as David the android. Is that unanimous? I think that was unanimous. I think it was. I think that was one of the few that wasn't unanimous. Let me look. Okay. Argo was also unanimous. Yes. I believe, right? <laughs> Not for me. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, man. I knew I knew Fastbender had it. Oh, yeah. man. All of us. We've always talked about oh, that. Oh, man. Okay, so the next category is most tolerable remake. I'm glad you have this t- category, Ronald, because yeah, remakes f- are, are one of your least favorite I things. Hate I thought it was your things. favorite thing. So I thought Steve proved you wrong on all of your points <laughs> when we I had just, the remake I I debate. You, but he decimated you. He thought he, 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 thought thought he slammed did. you, Ronald. He, thought he, he slammed. What I think it? I slammed. I think a what pog, it? and I slammed you. <laughs> slammed with that big metal slammer, pog. Yeah. No, no. I think but. I think the victory definitely went to me. Okay. It was unanimous. Horse. Everybody ass. that I asked. Horse crap. So th- so therefore we have this category, but I will say this year's crop of remakes. Not a very good, not a very good case for right. Steve's argument. Right. <laughs> Noted. Noted. The first one's Red Dawn. The second one is Sparkle. <laughs> Total Recall. Twenty One Jump Street and Dark Shadows. Now we know that Twenty One Jump Street and Dark Shadows are based on TV shows that were adapted into movies, but they're still included because yeah. they're, they're in the broadest remakes. sense. We in still the consider them sense. to be part of that trend. Of- is a remake, and the winner. For most tolerable remake is Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, this was one of those movies that kind of came out of nowhere. Channing Tatum in a comedic role, mm-hmm. very surprising, very strong role. I thought I thought that it was really good. They had a good dynamic. Him and um, man, why can't I remember his name right now? Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Rob Riggle with a D in his M. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's just interesting. It was very interesting. 
This, this, I'll tell you this from the voting standpoint, this was another three. This was another one where we all... Really? Like, the, basically, the way we did this, we all we all numerically ranked the, the nominees, mm-hmm. and then we added them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, three would have is the perfect score. Gotcha. That means we all put it at number one. So, this was one of the, this was one cool. of the two that were threes, yeah. Gotcha. So, Michael Fassbender <laughs> and 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Most decisive victors thus far. Cool. And the next category... The first annual Schmovie Awards. Uh huh. Is whose year was it? What is that, that mean, Steve? By that, John, <laughs> we mean there were a number of actors and actresses in a number of films this year. Some got more attention than others, but either way, they were very busy, and some probably made or break make make. Made, I never I never know how to pass made or that. broken. Yeah, a career. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's been a pretty impressive year for, uh, for my boy Channing Tatum. All right, but let me start with him. Mm-hmm. Our first nominee is Channing Tatum, who starred this year in Magic Mike, The Vow, 10 years, and the already winning tonight film, oh, 21 Jump Street. The Schmovie Award winning film. That's going to be on, that's going to be on Blu-ray box art. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't doubt that. The second nominee is Mr. Matthew McConaughey, who starred in Killer Joe. Also in Magic Mike mm-hmm. and Bernie. The next nominee is John Goodman. John Goodman was in Flight, Paranorman, the Schmovie Award-winning Argo, and Trouble with the Curve. Mr. Goodman's co-star in Argo, Mr. <laughs> Scoot McNary, I love that name. is also nominated yeah. in this category for his role in Argo, Killing Them Softly and Promised Land. The final nominee in The Soul Lady in this category, is Ms. Rebel Wilson. Rebel was very, very busy this year. Mm-hmm. Not only is she hosting the upcoming MTV Movie Awards, they, I guess they didn't ask us or something. I don't know what happened with that. She starred this when year. When they hear this. They're going to rethink this whole thing. <laughs> what they're going to do, actually, is hire guys to be like us. They're going to say, we need right, a right. Steve Reader. Yeah, we need yeah. a Ronald James. Right, right. Yeah. That means they need a... Uh, they need a Idris Elba. They need a Brad Pitt. Oh, they need, I love you. Who's going to be the Michael Fassbender? <laughs> right? I think that's a handsome man. Yeah. And he has a dong for days, right? Can we talk about that, that for that, a that's second? That's what I've heard. Crazy I've seen, dong, right? I've seen it, yeah. Okay. I can attest to that. It goes the category prettiest dong didn't quite <laughs> it make, didn't make, the cut. make it onto Shut the show. But, but yeah. let me give Rebel her due. Yeah. Okay? Rebel starred this year in Bachelorette, Pitch Perfect, Ice Age Continental Holy Drift, sh- Struck by Lightning, Holy. and What to Expect... When you're expecting. Please note that she was in five films more than any other nominee in this category. Yes. Wow. I like the little statistic. Thank you. That's very... All right. And this year's winner for whose year was it is Mr. Channing Tatum. Ooh. Thought that one coming. And now to accept his award, Mr. Channing Tatum. <laughs> come on in, dude. Come, come on in. Channing. Now. The door's open. Come, come down. He's timid. He's a timid creature. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. He's, he'll, Did you give him the address? Yeah. You know, he's hiding. I have to tell you, he's hiding behind the couch and he won't come out. He's, With your cat? He's, he's nervous being around people. <laughs> Congratulations, Ta- Channing. Ta- I'll text him. Yeah. He'll get yeah. my text. Tanning. Ta- Tanner. Tanning Chatham. Tanner Chating. <laughs> you know... One of our favorite topics to talk about here on the uh, on the podcast is, well, I won't say favorite, but one of our least favorite things that we like to complain about is poor computer-generated imagery or computer-generated imagery that 
that tends to be overblown or underbaked or whatever it is that can just take you out of a movie. Mm -hmm. So we decided to maybe go on to the other end rather than complaining about all the rampant CGI that seems to sort of take the place of, you know, actual set design, actual costume design off and actual makeup, even though not a fan of makeup either. So I don't know what I expect (laughs) these movies to do. Um, Our seventh category is the least objectionable CGI character. Now that just means a character that was all CGI that it didn't hurt our eyes to look at, and it didn't hurt our feelings to think about. <laughs> so the three nominees, it's a very short category because I could, you know, there's, really, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's not that many uh, non-objectionable CGI characters, but the three nominees are Gollum and The Hobbit. I've always wanted to try a Gollum impression. Now would be a good time. <laughs> uh, I'll pretend I'm throwing it to a clip. So I'll say, Gollum and The Hobbit, director <laughs> Peter Jackson. That's my impression. Dude, I wish people could see your eyes. (laughs) Your eyes got so bloodshot. I don't think you breathed at all. That's my impression of Gollum. Is that bad? That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you have a good Hulk, Steve, because (laughs) that's our next nominee for least objectionable CGI character, the Hulk in Marvel's The Avengers. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, throwing, I'm throwing to Ronald I'm throwing to Ronald for all the clips now. Uh, it's going to sound exactly the same right. <laughs> <Fox> <laughs> <Mish>. <laughs> and our, our third nominee for least objectionable CGI character you in a film it. you have to say it with an accent from 2013 or 2012 <laughs> <laughs> now I don't even I, have, I just had an out of body experience yeah, we time traveled <laughs> The last nominee for least objectionable CGI character is the tiger Richard Parker in Life of Pi. Richard Parker. Director Ang Lee. (laughs) Richard Parker. I like the way... That's pretty good, actually. I like the way he says it. Richard (laughs) Parker. John, John, I like how it went from... It sounded like the guy from The Simpsons. (laughs) Would you like a squishy? Actually, that was a better... um, Schwarzenegger than I ever have done when trying to do Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and the, the winner of the least objectionable CGI character. I'll just say this. He's incredible. He likes to smash. It's the Hulk. Oh, man. I, he, was in, he looked so good in that movie. It was, it was crazy. That was, a, that was a tight one. It was. That was a squeaker. <laughs> that was just like a one point thing. It's like that. Sometimes there's no clear consensus. Right. That one, we were all over the place. Who? What was the second? What was the second? Uh, the second was Richard Parker. Really? Richard yeah. Parker. I, I, I didn't. I mean, like I've always thought Gollum looked pr- pretty good. I didn't. I couldn't give him. I, I liked, uh, I couldn't give him his cred. But I. I like how they finally got the Hulk right, which yeah. is why I had to go with you know with my Hulk vote. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They've had three other chances to to get that right before, and they've all been screwed up. And yeah. now it's now it's been corrected. Now it's been good finally. It's, um, I watched Hobbit really recently. Well, parts of it, and the the close ups of Gollum are oh, it's crazy. Like you can see the yeah. surface of the skin, little hairs. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty cool. Um, yeah, as real as he looked in the original trilogy, mm-hmm. it's like they 
they you really they they were able to develop the technology clearly between the, yeah. the last film and this one. I mean, he looked that much more sure, kind of up to date. Yeah. So yeah, everybody get your hankies out for the next next category. Oh man, this was this is a big one. Uh, most tears jerked by a single film, which sounds super crazy. It's it's such a such a big category because there's a lot of big, amazing movies in this category. So first, Silver Linings Playbook. Boom. Boom roasted. Beasts of the Southern <laughs> Wild. Cloud Atlas. Life of Pi. Perks of Being a Wildflower. <laughs> or a wallflower. Or a wallflower. <laughs> you could just be a wildflower on the highway. Like there's a random flower that you always see growing in the middle of the street. I felt, there are probably more perks to that. So wrong. <laughs> so like, that doesn't sound like the name of the movie. It's not weird but, when your mouth doesn't say the word you right, want it to yeah, say. Uh, and then <laughs> Dark Knight dark, dark Rises. Dark night, dark night. Dark night ride. <laughs> dark night ride. Okay. And the winner for most tears jerked by a single film. <laughs> that award, my friends, goes to Beasts of the Southern Wild, which I knew was going to win. That movie, I cried several times. I don't know why I added that extra syllable. Several times. <laughs> several. Several. Several times. Yeah. Very powerful movie. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that it didn't win anything big uh, this past, this year. What did it win? I don't think anything. Nothing. 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 <laughs> Shut it out. didn't win anything big. I was That's what I was trying to Shut think. Out. By big, he meant any statue of this size. Shut out this year, but there was a powerful film. The problem with it not being acknowledged in that way is it, it may get lost in the sauce until it goes to, like, Netflix, and then it'll, it'll, it'll see some life again. I feel like so. the hype around that movie... And the fact that, like, I think there's a few things about it that kind of left their mark. Like the fact that 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 you know the the acting nomination was huge for that particular actor. Mm-hmm. I'm just not spoiling the name because they're coming up in the next category. Um, but also, I thought that like it, that's one of those movies that just seeing it mentioned alongside those other movies that it sort of feels like maybe that was that was enough for that movie. You know, like the fact that it played in enough theaters and. Yeah, it got yeah. enough of a release that it's yeah, still, you know, definitely. I think it got enough hype that it won't disappear. But, yeah. but it was a little strange. Like I did think it was on the, like an outside chance to win one of the big awards. But yeah. it was a, there was like a couple weeks of time where it was like everybody, all the prognosticators were saying like that Beast was going to be the big upset. Yeah, in, especially in the best picture category that you know it was going to be a right. weird thing that it was going to take it. You know, well, everybody thought that all the other movies were going to kind of split. Like I think people thought that Zero Dark Thirty. And Argo were going to more kind of split a certain vote, but mm. once it got closer to the awards, it was clear that, as we were talking about last week, that Zero Dark Thirty didn't really have any traction. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas and ladies and anybody else listening, the next category, which is something that we all do far too often on this podcast, and it's a combination of just not being prepared, being ignorant, <laughs> and also just really not giving a shit. There may, um, there may be some stubbornness involved, yeah. That probably goes with the whole giving yeah. a shit part. <laughs> right. um, but this is the category of most often butchered name. Interesting. On this podcast and just in life in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, first nominee is Mr. Josh Demel. I'm going to go with that pronunciation. Right. The second nominee <laughs> is Little Miss... Quivenzene Wallace. 
Or Quivenzani? Quivenzani. Quivenzani? Is that what Quivenzani? Quivenzani. Quivenzani. It has kind of a rhythm like that, but I don't think that's how you pronounce I think you're right. Quivenzani Wallace. The only reason I know that is because of SNL. Let's keep that one. SNL. And, okay, the next nominee is Mr. Christoph Waltz. Also, I've heard referred to as Christopher Waltz. Yes, I have that a lot. <laughs> it's funny because people are just adding something on yeah, the right. name that's not. It's there. like what they're doing is looking at it and thinking, "Well, that must be wrong. That guy doesn't. <laughs> Fill it that in. poor asshole doesn't know his name is Christopher." <laughs> Fill it in. The fourth me. nominee is possibly one of the favorite figures of this show from day one. Yes, <laughs> and it's Mr. David Keith. I mean. <laughs> Mr. Keith David. <laughs> so we had to give him some acknowledgement right. because we definitely have given Mr. David Keith more acknowledgement sometimes. Um, yeah. the star of Firestarter. Yeah, David Keith yeah. got all the all the heat off he got the they got like the movie movie bump from us mentioning his name. Yeah, his we, IMDB rating like went up like like a hundred steps. We were actually talking and about And then we it. corrected it and then it went right back down. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn it. The final nominee is uh not so much a star, but a film itself. And um I'm going to go with Primer. Um, it could be... I think it's Primer. Primer. I think it's actually Primer. It could be Primer. Oh, that makes I remember when I worked it. for the film studio, all, everything that we ever heard was Primer. Yeah. But I'm going to go... Okay, John, you know a lot of stuff, so I'll go with Primer. I think Primer is like the white coat of paint you put it down is. before you it paint is. a color. And a Primer is like a an introductory... Something that sums something up and introduces you to something. Like Got you it. get a Primer in a subject. or But so I still don't know which of those applies most of the movie. I don't recall them painting too much. Well, I think a primer goes beyond paint. I think it's like a, a it's the preparation step of yeah. something, you know, like yeah. something that could be a primer to the next final stage. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with primer then. What would be really confusing <clears throat> would be if you were going to the premiere of that film. Oh, God. <laughs> and you had to, the premiere. The premiere. Yeah. Primer, primer, primer. Yeah. Premier. You scramble your brains really easily. So of those five nominees, the newly appointed first ever winner of the most often butchered name category of the first annual Schmoovie Awards mm-hmm. is our boy, Mr. Keith David. Slash David Keith. Slash David Keith. <laughs> yeah. And I think he actually found his way here, didn't he? Yeah, right. Yeah. D- Keith, David Keith, Keith. Come I mean, David Keith. I mean, David. Somebody. Oh, wait. It's hey, David Keith. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Hey. We wait. Thought, we got the wrong. We thought it was Keith David. Oh. <laughs> no, you sound a lot like Keith David. <laughs> oh, wait. There he is. There. He, it's weird. David Keith actually brought Keith David with him because they get confused so much. Hey, 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 guys. Hey, hey Keith. Hey, uh, I'd like to thank you guys uh, because... You know, actors like me, old old chaps like me, you know, we just work, you know, work hard. And it's important. You are a hard worker. Thank you. Cloud Atlas was a great movie. The transgendered uh, man, woman, uh, the, the, the Wachowskis, uh, I love them. I love do them the Wachowskis all. know any actual Asian people? Or do they just, is it just Hugo Weaving and makeup that they've seen? I think they were just testing the borders. Okay. You know, testing the borders, seeing what you can do, you know, put it together. That's what they do. Well, do you think uh, do you think you could run upstairs and talk Channing Tatum? He's kind of he's having another one of his episodes, and he's I think he's crawled behind the couch. I tell him I like Twenty One Bob Street. Yeah, just scare him a little bit. You yeah. know, give him that look you got. You know that look. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- hey, thank you for for coming with David Keith. I mean, it's weird that you got to hang out because everybody uh, mixes you guys yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we get. You don't have to do that anymore for us. We yeah. know who you are now. Well, and uh, if you ever want to come on the show, you're welcome to come back anytime you want, man. I just hope they make a statue for me, man. We're actually, it's weird. John and I were just trying to raise money to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We're going to start a Kickstarter fund. And uh, you, the, would you come to the 
Like Absol- the unveiling absolutely. that we did? Absolutely. Oh, great. great Thank you. Great. Thank you. I'll see you later, guys. You seem to have a lot of free time. I was I'm sort of surprised by that, but I'll I'll, I'll well, see you around. Uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Keith David, yeah. the winner. Bye. Uh, the Schmovie Award winning actor. Thank what you, Mr. A, what Mr. a great David. guy. He's when, nice. when he's around, I just I'm in I'm in I'm in, I'm in awe. <laughs> I'm in awe of his greatness. And I just shut up. For the duration of him speaking. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably a good call. Yeah. I was talking to him and I yeah. was like the way he looked at me, I was like, I probably shouldn't yeah. be talking. I don't know right if now. I don't know if you know this, but two black people talking at the same time shut down lights. I don't know if you know that. Well, I've noticed two that, like, famous black people talking at the same time. I know that on Walking Dead they, they won't they can't allow they like can't more than live. one black they character at a time. They can't be in the same yeah. scene together. Yeah. By the way. Well it's a good thing you didn't have to die just so Keith David could appear on the show. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. It is weird what, that he goes around with David Keith though. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's just like you know, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's a safety net. I guess they think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, if we had any kind of sound effects or drum roll, this would be when to lay it in because we're about to hear the final oh, man. movie schmovie award for the first annual schmovie award ceremony. Oh, goodness, this might be the chief award because I think one of if I have a complaint about award shows is that these people are already pretty well paid. And they're, then they have people throwing free things at them, all this right, right. jewelry they get to borrow. And, all and their egos nice, barely fit nice, in that big ass Nice hall. clothes they get to wear. And, they, and, and, and everybody's kind of bowing down <laughs> and kissing their asses. And, and then they get to go up there and get an award. So, so I thought it might be kind of nice to throw a little love towards the, the other people, mm. people that might not get an award. So our final category tonight on the Schmovie Awards is the award for the person or persons with real, unglamorous jobs who actually improved my life, John Walker, my life this year. <laughs> But will otherwise never be singled out for an award. The first nominee is my mailman, Charles. He's just always got the right attitude. It's like whenever you see him, he just, he's like, he'll say, how's it going, Mr. Walker? Makes me feel like I live in this neighborhood. That's really nice. Makes me feel like, you know, I've arrived. Right, right. But I mean, it's obvious that he knows my name because he delivers my yeah, mail every day. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it makes it easy to remember. And the other thing is, I'm pretty sure his name is Charles, but I hope it is because that's certainly what I say to him every day right. when I see him. Hey, Charles. He could be thinking, motherfucker. <laughs> my name is Samson. Yeah. <laughs> Samson. <laughs> you have to switch with him and take him his mail just so that you can make sure his name is Charles. <laughs> the second nominee, it's kind of a general term, but I don't really know how else to refer to, refer to these people. So I'll just say my garbage pickup guys and my recycling pickup guys. He's mm-hmm. got a trash man. Trash men or trash people, trash persons yeah. and recycling persons. A special nod goes toward the recycling side of that equation because there was one time when I ran out with my recycling and they were already all the way down the alley. Mm-hmm. And the guy actually stopped the truck and motioned me on and let me run wow. and dump my recycling. A waste man. collection technician. Yes. Right? Changing lives in 2012. Yeah, man. Making my life better in 2012. Mm-hmm. The uh, third nominee for a person or person with a real unglamorous <clears throat> job who actually improved my life this year but will otherwise never be singled out for an award is whoever cooks the chicken tikka masala at Mount Washington Pizza and Subs. Mm-hmm. Now, a pizza delivery place, doesn't that sound like the best place to get Indian food when you're living here in Baltimore? But it actually is some of the finest Indian food that I've had. And you can have it delivered to your door. Wow. Ay, Dios mio. And I know some people who, like, are, you know, like, it's home cooking for them. They're, they're from, you know, I, I think they're first-generation American, but they are Indian, of Indian mm. descent. And Dave... They've confirmed that this is good Indian food. So really? it's not just my imagination. It's decent pizza, decent Indian food, that chicken tikka masala. Wow. It'll knock you on your ass. So that's our third nominee. All right. And the final nominee for person or person who blah, blah, blah 
might want to give you a little background on this person, but just to remember that there was a guy who was sitting behind us at a screening of Sinister and talking throughout the entire movie. Steve blew a gasket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to say it. Um, and then the guy popped up at another screening that Steve was at. And in this case... Uh, that was at Silver Linings. Silver Linings, the mm-hmm. guy, which was like putting you to the test in a very Brad Cooper-esque fashion. Um, this time the guy came upon your stuff and threw it on the ground? Yeah, he basically just took my seats... Mm-hmm. Just put my stuff on the ground and told me that he thought it was trash. You know, it happens. There was another ver- verbal altercation, and we gave him the name Percy. Mm. So he was nominated. I think he affected me, but maybe he affected Steve more personally. So I'd like for Steve, how can you explain how he improved your life or positively affected your life? <laughs> the guy who we've taken to calling Percy the movie-going dickhole. Well, I mean, in the moment, he did not improve my life, you know, because he made me very emotional. He made me kind of lose my cool, which I so often am able to keep. But when I left and when I removed myself from that situation, I was able to look back and say, hey, I will always be better than that movie going dickhole, Mm -hmm. the king of dickholes. Serenity now. And no matter what I do, I can always be cognitive of the mistakes that he's made Mm -hmm. and never put somebody else in that situation. So thank you, Percy, for making me a better moviegoer and not... A movie-going dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the words of Sealy from The Color Purple, until you do right by me, everything you touch gonna crumble. You should have said that to him and then kept your finger in his face. I should have done that. Damn it. You should have spit in his face. From the words, uh, In the words of, uh, what's her name from The Help, here is some dookie pie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a dookie pie. And the winner... <laughs> Of the award for person to person with a real unglamorous job who actually improved my life this year but will otherwise never be singled out for an award. Could it be anyone but Percy, the movie-going dickhole? Oh, Percy. Percy. It's too bad. Percy. Fuck you, don't come to my yeah, podcast. Don't we here. didn't invite his... Don't be here. We're not even going to do a horrible impression of Percy. Well, that was it, guys. Oh, man. It's time to bring out Seth MacFarlane and Kristen <laughs> Chenoweth to sing a sing song that out. nobody wants to hear. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. But all the losers. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I want to give a lot of credit to John Walker for <laughs> preparing yeah. those categories, the Hard nominees, for, for really kind of setting up the whole uh, the winner system, like these amazing blue post-its yeah. that we got. <laughs> I get, it was very efficient. It was very professional. Absolutely. And most importantly, I'd like to thank you for the bottled water, John. Oh, yeah. This you is, really made me feel special tonight. There were multiple PDFs <laughs> involved in the creation of this award. <laughs> no, when, when you when you get to the point where you're sending PDFs as Facebook attachments, you know this shit just got real legit. You're big time. You're yeah. big time. John, John Walker knows how to send PDFs. Let's just be yeah. honest. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's a professional. He's a winner. Look man. at me, John. You're a pro. He's a goddamn okay. winner. Thank you, Steve. You're Thank you. I'm, I'm glad someone finally said that. But that was a very fun episode. Yeah, and absolutely. like I said, this is the first annual. So that's me being very optimistic for this time next year. <laughs> Hell yeah. But the second annual. The second annual. And we will be in triple digit episodes. Maybe, next, maybe next year, Holy uh, shit, Keith, we will. Keith David can stick around longer. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll have time. Maybe, Chan- maybe Channing the, Tatum won't be so nervous next if year. If we get the statue made, I mean, there's no reason that he wouldn't come back. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty That's optimistic. Fun. Again, optimistic. <laughs> I'm glad you got to hear my first ever Gollum impression. I've never done that ever. I was trying to think of when you were doing it, who it sounded more like, and it definitely wasn't Gollum. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I love you, but right, it was right. the worst Gollum thing I've ever heard Thanks, in my life. Bro. Thank you. It sounded more like some, I don't know, like some cartoon character. And I think you're right. What was it, John? I mean, I'm, you know does, doesn't crazy? Henry watch if some you, cartoon that that character's in? If you go back and in? listen to it and it sounds more like him, that's going to be great for me. Yeah. <laughs> it may sound better on the mic. You know what I mean? No, nah, I'm pretty sure it's going to sound the same. I mean, I don't know. 
Mm. Based on how loud it was, I think on the mic it's probably going to sound like just digital distortion. I feel, I feel like you sound. I feel like the first thing, like remember the Muppet Babies cartoon? I feel like you sounded like one of the Muppet Babies. <laughs> like maybe Animal. It's something, man. I can't place it, but maybe we can get some audio oh of Animal from the Muppet Babies, and we'll, we'll a b it. You know, we'll we'll compare it to the. Oh that God. might have been what you done a- did accidentally <laughs> was your animal impression Ronald, as a baby. Is, Ronald is hoping that that was good because that's his whole next stand-up uh, appearance. It's going to be a Gollum impression <laughs> for five minutes. I got to say, Ronald, if you really did come out and do Gollum and just did your act in that voice and sustained it for the three minutes, that would be somebody would still be laughing at the somebody end. Of that. Would be. Somebody would be. Mm. Some, just... pe- some people will leave, though. <laughs> yeah, some people would. Some people would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would immediately. They'd be like, fuck, I'm done. I'm done. Who let Animal the baby in here from the Muppet baby? Seize him. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's episode number 64, the first annual Schmovie Awards. Thank you so We've much. loved doing it. We've hoped that you've enjoyed it as much as we did. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure we can all agree, like, it basically, we stepped it up a notch from what the Academy Awards offered. I mean, that's yeah, great, yeah. right? I mean, universally understood that. I think we're, we're getting in and out within an hour, too. So it's like the Academy Awards ought to, ought to come to us and ask us how we did it. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got the magic, and they, mm-hmm. they don't. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> that's all there really is to it. But uh, hit us up, as always, the email, moviesmovie.gmail.com, moviesmovie.net, the site that we still do not do anything on. But you know it's there. It's it exists in in the wor- the world of web. I'll have you know that I have several ideas within a week about what we could do with that website. I would love to hear okay. that, John. Yeah. yeah. So maybe there's some magic happening I'm on that site. <laughs> leave that uh, leave that out there I'm to simmer a little bit. But um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. And again, thank you, John, for putting all this together. It's a great job. <clears throat> As always, you've made our day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Woo!